there! Welcome to episode 76 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. And we're also joined by a surprise guest, the Vest Lord Dean DeFalco. It's me! Just for no other reason than because he was in the room. <laughs> I was going to draw weird cartoons all night, but this sounds like more fun. I agree. So what you were just listening to hails to us from one of the most iconic point-and-click games to ever land on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Approach that living castle with caution because it's time to dive into the music of Shadowgate for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Hey gentlemen, how the heck are you? I'm good, how's everything? Ah, uh, you know, not, not terrible. I got new glasses and my eyes are kind of bugging out a bit. <laughs> Thank God this is a radio show. Seriously, radio, air yeah, quotes. no, my eyes are just like red and nasty and... Uh, it's just been a it's been a rough rough couple of days on my eyeballs, but other than that, I'm doing uh, I'm doing more or less okay. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about jumping into this because I've never I've I've gone back and put some real thought into it, and no, I have never actually played this before. I have picked it up in a rental store and not rented it. That's the closest I ever got to actually playing this game. Well, you're in luck because I own this. I own the. Um next-gen console platform whatever versions of this, and uh, I'm a big fan of this game. That's spectacular. Uh, Dean, how are, how are you this evening? I'm I'm doing well. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, any new things I could tell you. Um, playing Nino Kuni 2 for the, uh, for the PS4. Mm-hmm. That's got some great music, if anyone's ever... Yes, it does. Yeah, thought about listening to it. Oh, man, that's, that's a good one. Um, I'm making new graphics for our Twitch page. Uh, that should be fun. That's and uh, if you guys subscribe, you get a, a cool emoticon. It's called Vescod. Whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's literally the um, picture that I used for, God, what was it? Um, when we did the Stone Age Gamer Showdown the first time at uh, LI Retro, where there's hmm. a tie in my head. And I have a crazy ass <laughs> background going on. I remember yes. that picture. Spectacular! It's a good yeah. picture. Yeah, it is. it is a good picture. And uh, we now have um, some loyalty uh, badges too, uh, where it's a golden vest that you can get next to your name <laughs> if you subscribe to us for a month or more. <laughs> yeah, we're really up in our game. We're, we're uh, changing our name to Vestade instead of Geekade. No, no, no. Mm. It's still Vestade, but I, I mean, still. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, I'm, I'm the only one doing the streaming, so uh, if anyone wants to join me, I'm more than welcome to. Listen, Till then, if I had the equipment, I would. We'll make it work one day, Matt. One of these days. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been busy on uh, on a lot of the back end stuff, uh, keeping the site you know running. I've told you many times, so I yeah. don't, you don't need to hear me go through it again. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to be on this episode and uh, talk about music. Sweet. Well, before we uh, dive into uh, our, our usual history bit, I wanted to bring up a, um, a Kickstarter campaign that popped up recently that I'm... Uh, I This has already been fully funded, so I'm not shilling and saying, hey, go over there and give this guy money. I mean, by all means, if you go over there and like what you hear, throw him some more money, because stretch goals, goals are cool. But I wanted to bring this up just because I just... And I brought this up on Stone Age Gamer this week as well, um, because uh, this is Dr. Octorock, and he is—he's—he's uh, he's a relatively prolific chiptune artist out there. You've probably heard his stuff once or twice in, in your life. And um, what he is doing is he's with extreme care recreating Neutral Milk Hotels uh, in the airplane over the sea in NES uh, sounds. 
and uh, the the few tracks that I've heard from it have been just completely astonishing to me. Uh, I really love the idea of taking uh, you know regular you know rock albums or whatever and transposing them to uh, like Game Boy or NES sounds. I just think that's really neat. And um, <clears throat> but it's what's what's so special about this one is that first off, uh, you know that record is extremely. It's it's a relatively important record for me. It's just a such a such a good album, um, and uh, he's managed to capture a lot of the soul of that record in the NES sounds, which I think is a really really remarkable feat. Um, so I definitely recommend. Uh, j- just we're gonna put a link in the show notes. Uh, run over there and just give it a quick listen. Like worst case scenario, you'll, you'll just hear some neat some neat tunes. You could also go to Doctor Rock to Rock's. Um, YouTube channel. He's got a couple of tracks from this uh, thing up there as as well. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, that I just wanted to throw it out there because I think it's I think it's super cool and um, I know the guy a little bit and uh, I just uh, I want him to be as successful as possible with this project because uh, I think it's pretty remarkable. Uh, when you mentioned this, uh, I was actually thinking of... I thought he did something else uh, a while ago when I was at Too Many Games. I picked up a CD from someone that redid the entire uh, Nine Inch Nails Pretty uh, Hate Machine. What? Huh. Yeah. You own that? Yeah. I need to hear a copy of you that. Could, uh, you could Google it. It's called Pretty Ape Machine instead. I've uh, heard of that. Yeah, it's done in all... I, I think I believe, I've heard uh, that too. Like, it's done in all chiptune. I can't say it's all NES, but uh, that, w- that was interesting. Uh, I was wrong. It's done by a guy called Inverse Face. But Dr. Octorock is really, really good. He's been around for a super long time. So, Mm. I mean, someone who's as accomplished as him, uh, I would only trust with something like this. So, uh, yeah, everyone should go ahead and give that a listen, too, because he he is a very, very talented, uh, not just chiptune uh, artist, but musician in general. Yeah, you can see on the the Kickstarter, he he made a record player out of an NES. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah, really there's like cool. a video of the vinyl playing on top of the NES, which is just—it's pretty funny. wild. I would love to have that thing. That would be awesome. Gotta ask nicely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now that that's out of the way, uh, let's uh, let's dive into this episode because we we got some music to listen to. We got some Shadowgate music to listen to. We most certainly we do. We most certainly do. Matt, hit us with some history. <clears throat> Shadowgate was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System in December of 1989. It was a port of a Mindscape game by the same name released in 1987 for the Apple Macintosh as part of the Mac Adventure series, which included other titles, Deja Vu and Uninvited, both of which were also eventually ported to the NES. Shadowgate plays out in a first-person adventure game that's more than happy to kill the player as often as possible. Through a system of trial and error and the occasional hints from the game itself, You must guide your player through Castle Shadowgate to defeat the Warlock Lord and save the world. It managed to get itself two official sequels, with a third one making its way pretty far in the development for the Nintendo 64 before being cancelled. The original was also remade as Shadowgate Classic in 1999 and as a Kickstarter-fueled remake for the PlayStation 4 in 2017. The game's soundtrack was composed by Hiroyuki Masuno. He's most well-known for his work on the NES Mac Venture ports, uh, Deja Vu, Uninvited, and of course Shadowgate, but he's gone on to be involved in a number of other projects, such as North and South for the NES, Top Gear for the Super NES, Phalanx for SNES, and more. He's worked as a sound sound engineer more than a composer, creating audio drivers for the Super NES and such, Uh, and he's been around companies like Arc System Works, Chemco, and E4. So, uh... 
I'll I'll go first in the personal history department because this is uh, nice and short. I uh, like I said, I've I've looked into it. I thought I had played this game for a little bit, but I think I've only seen a video of it at at one point. I have never actually hands on played this before. Um, the closest I ever came was uh, my one of my several local rental stores way back in the day had this. Uh, this was available at Shore Video, uh, right up the street on Route Nine from uh, where I used to live in Smithville. And uh, I loved that place. That was the place I first rented Mega Man X from. Uh, oh, good times. Uh, I remember picking up the box and thinking it was like super cool. Uh, and then looking at the back of the box and I wound up going with something else instead. But uh, yeah, that's the closest I ever came to actually uh, playing this game. Uh, and I'm double checking right now to make sure. And yeah, I own this game. <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I don't have a box or instructions, but I have a I have a loose cart, and uh, yeah, I've never played it before, so <laughs> I should wow. probably I should probably do something about that at some point. I mean, the fact that you own it, yeah, I, I, I would <laughs> think you could do something about that. Well, it's in a closet and buried in my many many boxes of sad sad boxed up games that I can't get to because I have two small children that would eat them. Yeah. Listen, one day, buddy, they'll come out. They'll one come day, out actually, I've, I've like started to make plans for the next, uh, probably in the next two years, right? Ellie's two. I think by the time she's four, I can trust her around things. Well, uh, to not she'll, eat them. She'll understand demands at that point. Yeah, it, at a certain point, she'll be, able to, she'll be able to understand, you don't touch these unless I tell you to. Because we also recently inherited um, my father-in-law's uh, record collection. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's, we, in, we inherited half of it, yeah. uh, which is, it's still an astronomical. Massive, yeah. It's, it's a humongous collection. Um, and Ellie's still not so great with us telling her, no, no, don't touch those. Because, mm. you know, she likes to mess around with them on the shelf. She doesn't pull them out too much, but uh, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty wild record collection. It's a lot of um, classic rock and uh, uh, blues stuff. That's pretty cool. Very, very cool. i love to look through that. It's, oh, it's amazing. We've just been having a blast. Like, I just pulled out a Talking Heads record the other day, which nice. was great. Um, Karen was listening to There's, like, tons of Zappa, uh, which I don't, really? have a lo- I don't really have a lot of experience with Frank Zappa, to be honest with you. I don't either. My first band was, I was compared to Frank Zappa, and I didn't know how to take that at the time. Hmm. So, you know. Fun yeah. fact, uh, I was at a recording studio a while back for a training uh, session, and um, apparently he recorded there, and there was a signed picture of um, him on the on a door, and I was like, oh, that's neat. What's in the door? And they said, the Frank Zappa crappa, and I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Nice. I crapped in it. It was great. <laughs> recording engineers are a strange bunch. I should know. <laughs> Yeah, I've met a few of those. Dean, what about you? What's your history with Shadowgate? Um, <coughs> I saw it. <laughs> I've heard it. I heard it today, actually. Um, and that's about it. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've seen the game before. It looked really cool. Like, the idea for the game is super appealing to me. But I didn't have an NES growing up. That was that was a little before me. Um, like, I grew up in the 16-bit era when it was, like, totally in full swing uh so when i was super young like all this stuff was really big but i i didn't have a system when i was like three years old that that would have just been gobbledygook to me so um yeah i like 
this seems like a great game. I've played the iterations that came after this, which maybe weren't so great, but um, I've never specifically played this or had much hands-on time with it. Um, I've heard the uh, the music a few times, so I'm interested to see how this turns out because NES music is always a very, very um, uh, compelling At, at thing the very me. least, interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So uh, this, this should be fun. Agreed. All right, Matt. This was this was your pick. So yes, it uh, was. let's uh, give give us your history. Give us why you chose this game. Um. Well, I chose it obviously for the music because we do a music show. Uh, I'm a big. <laughs> Thanks fan. for clear that one. <laughs> I thought you did it for the box art. Thank, thanks, guys, and that's my time. And I'll see you next week, <laughs> where we cover. Um. No, but I I love the music to this game. A lot of it's very memorable for me. Um. My foray with the game is when I was a kid, they used to have this uh, flea market, uh, this open-air flea market in a parking structure where I work now. And so I must have um, been with my mom perusing the tables, and I saw the box art. And I was like, I want this. I don't know what this is, but I want it. And so I, I, you know, I talked my mom into getting it for me. I brought it home, and as soon as I brought it home, I turned it on. And here's the funniest part. The game was saved. Whoever was selling the game like didn't erase their games. Mm-hmm. So I basically figured out how to beat the game right there. <laughs> and then for years it sat untouched. And then I'd say, I don't know, within the last five or ten years I picked it back up. And I was like, oh, man, I should really give this a go. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to start from the beginning and it's it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna play like a real no. This game is hard. Okay, you weren't kidding. Like when we said up front about the um, trial and error and the game willing to kill you at any turn, it is willing to kill you at every turn. <laughs> it's a hard game. And recently they ported it for um, Xbox uh, Live, and I I bought the three pack, which includes Deja Vu. Um, Uninvited and uh, Shadowgate. I really wanted it for Shadowgate, but I always wanted to play Deja Vu and, and Uninvited because I like these games. There's something about like the click and you know point system and stuff like that. Um, so I started playing it, and then again, as like a 30 plus year old man, I'm like, this game is hard. <laughs> so I started I started looking online and watching playthroughs and stuff because a lot of the stuff I remember from a kid, like oh, there's a secret here, get the key, that key opens up this door, and then once you get in there, you have to do this. But there are some places I just never got past, and then going through this, um, these uh, walkthroughs and stuff, I started see- revealing parts of the game I'd never seen before, and I'm like, oh wow, wow, this game is this game's pretty intensive. So, yeah, huge fan of the game, uh, even bigger fan of the soundtrack. That was that's really uh, what fueled my choice. Well, I'm excited. That's Can't good. You tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I am very, very stoked for this. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I am, I am legitimately uh, excited about this because uh, I'm about to listen to a bunch of NES music I've never heard before, and that is always a ding dang good time. <laughs> God, you're 
You're so freaking wholesome. It's painful. He said ding ding. I said gobbledygook. It's a it's a good day for G-rated words. <laughs> it what sure a, is. We like to keep it clean over here. I I bleeped you out of when you uh, said 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 the old swear words in the last episode. We like to keep yeah. it. Uh, couldn't help myself. Nice little PG thirteen here. Sorry. So uh, who like, invited the guy? Before we actually dive into the music, uh, not having much experience personally with the game, I needed some help with the track titles uh, because I found two sets of tracks and they didn't exactly line up. Fortunately for me, a friend of mine who goes by the name Tron was able to confirm that these song names match up with the game's content. She is a speedrunner who speedruns this game, as a matter of fact, uh, and a Twitch streamer who you can find on Twitch at Tronbon. That's t- uh, the, the z- O's replaced with zeros. Because, you know, the internet. Uh, (laughs) Or uh, follow the link in the show notes. Uh, The versions we're listening to tonight come from the Video Game Music Preservation Foundation website, uh, vgmpf.com, because the track quality there was far superior to what I found elsewhere. So I'm using the track names I found there. If we are wrong for some reason about any of this stuff, and you are a Shadowgate aficionado who would like to let us know, you know how to reach us. Malageekade.com. Message it to Dean. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. You Don't let Dean know it was his fault. Yep. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. So let us uh, jump into the first track that we're going to be listening to. Uh, it is called Shadowgate Theme. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to tell us before we listen to this? Uh, no. I mean, it's it's pretty much what you think it is. It's the uh, the song that plays when you turn on the game and you get the title screen and game select. So. Alright, cool man. Well, let's dive in. Here is Shadowgate Theme from Shadowgate for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy.
Shadowgate Thief, obviously from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was the Shadowgate theme from Shadowgate for the Nintendo Entertainment System. That is a nice, mysterious little track. Yeah. That is a, I assume that's got to be one of the ones that you were talking about when we were doing Ninja Gaiden last week that you said, like, yes. kind of gave you some vibes, because I am def- I definitely hear that. I think it's actually the one I did have in mind. Um, I don't remember what track it was I, I had said it about. But, yeah, that's it's definitely, like, that's one of the songs that, regardless of, like, my um, venture into the game, however far I've gotten, it's one of the songs that always sticks with me because it's the main title theme song. And very very rarely will I let, like, title music play. You know, sometimes you're just like, oh, I just want to play, and just press, you mash start until you're, you know, in the game or whatever. Uh, this is one of the few times that I was like, hmm, I kind of like this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this play a little bit and just kind of see where it goes. Now, obviously, it doesn't go very far, but yeah, it's, um, I'm a big fan of this song. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't really go very far, but it does. Um, what, where it does go is, is pretty nifty. Very I, eerie. Very, yes. it's, it just has that really cool kind of definitely lays the groundwork for a nice spooky uh, NES game. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Dean, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't want to jump in because this is your guys' show, and I'm just, I'm just sitting in the back seat right now, you know, uh, doing my own thing. Yeah, but uh, you're here. Yeah, no, no, it sounded like uh, bloopy reggae jams to me. That's that's exactly what this uh, gave me the, uh, the feel for. Uh, no, um, why did we let him on? I, I don't know why you guys. Why did we give on. him a mic? Uh, so basically. I, I thought this was cool. I, I agree with Chris. You know, it does have a very mysterious feel to it. It's not incredibly complex. There's not a lot going on. Um, I'm always a fan of stuff that sounds like it has, um, like the keyboard uh, piece, or I guess the synth, has, almost sounds like it has a delay pedal on it. It's uh, it's a it's a very cool, um, I, I don't want to say whimsical, but... Um, <laughs> That's never the word I would use, but yeah, no, not, not, I know what you mean. Not though. whimsical, but um, like wandering sort of track. Uh, it's 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 a very interesting one. It's it's simple, but it definitely gets the job accomplished. Uh, especially because I was uh, watching some video gameplay of this from that Tronbon channel you just mentioned. Uh, hey now, while um listening to the track, and I could definitely see why uh this is fitting for the game. Word. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I I've also looked at a tiny bit of the uh, the gameplay for this, and yeah, this is, and even just reading the plot synopsis from Wikipedia earlier today, like yeah, that's a uh, this this definitely makes sense uh, for that particular flavor of game. All right, then let let us move on. Let us continue yes. to um, clearly not what this track is officially called, because I don't think this is a word. Uh, I've seen this called Entryway, but the version that I tracked it down is called Entranceway. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, what are we about to listen to, Matt? Um, so this is like the first screen of the game, and then it goes a little beyond that. They use it for... Um, so like, basically, if you think of this game in... Uh, how do I explain it? Like, just like room. So your first screen your first room is the entrance way to the castle to Sh- castle shadowgate and um once you get beyond that there's a couple of chambers you go into and you move off into and stuff like that and as you progress so there's a couple of rooms that this is used for um another another track that's really stuck with me over the years um another 
great and solid track. So, yeah, Entrance Way. Let's give it a listen. This is Entrance Way from Shadowgate. Enjoy. Shadowgate, uh, far more energetic than the last one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's uh, trying to set you up and set you off on your uh, your journey through. You know, you want to be like, yeah, we're gonna take down this warlock lord person. Let's get to it. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, it's uh, it's not quite like like Metroid. Like it's not like the Brinstar theme or like yeah. something as bouncy as like Super Mario Brothers. It's definitely way more energetic, but it still has that kind of eerie vibe to it. Like there's still nothing hopeful about it. No, it's just more like all right, like you said, it's like okay, let's 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 go in with some. Like we're not sad. We're not in the corner like you know eating saltines and crying into a, a, <laughs> a I don't know, I don't know crying into our hands or whatever. Uh, we're you've been um, looking in my window again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have a video camera set up. Um, oh, that's stream though. That's what I do. Uh, actually, I, I kind of agree. The uh, the snare added a lot of that feel to it. It had like a very militaristic feel. That's very exactly much, what I was yeah. going to bring up. Yeah, which is uh, weird because uh, this does not strike bit. me as a a military militaristic kind of experience. What it, I mean, you I could argue that it's about the marching portion, like just marching forward. Yes. Yeah, I, I I get that. Yeah, I I guess they they just needed a driving beat, and you know that snare was the best way to do it. But I um back to what you were saying about like it still has that feel of um uh my- mysteriousness to it, and I I think that just goes back to that sus- those sus- long sustained notes on uh that synth portion, which uh, I I guess kind of helps. It, it plays like a good middle ground where you're still could be spooky. But uh, but we we know we got to go forward. There's a job to do. We need to defeat the Huns. I mean, go go. What are we doing? <laughs> getting getting shadow gates. Yeah, sure. we're, right. we're, we're going getting, to we're get opening shadow up those gates from the Huns. <laughs> from the Huns. From the Huns. Right. From the barbarous Goths. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm making a Shakespeare reference. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. The the one thing I did want to point out, and Dean mentioned it, was the um the marching snare. Like, it's very easy to, I think, overshadow it, or I should say it gets overshadowed by kind of the melody. It gets overshadowed a little bit. And that's like this uh, subtle uh, piece that it's actually for a while there, I almost didn't notice. And I have to train myself to be like, you know, there's other parts of the song other than that big, you know, stretching melody that's sitting right on top. Word. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just didn't really know didn't really know what to 
what to follow up with that. No, nah, sure. I, I know. Sometimes you say stuff and I'm like, Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I know how you feel. <laughs> Especially when this isn't your forte. You're not familiar, really. No, it, yeah, it's it's it is it is not my forte, but it's um I it is it is thus far quite enjoyable. So uh, I I am very excited to see where this goes from here. Well, you're in luck because we have more track. Get out. We do. I know it's a whole show, Dean. Wow. I I am assuming that the next place it's going to go is into some kind of cavern. Why would you say that? Because track three is called Cavern. What? Uh, so I'm expecting. I wish this was a video show. You should have seen Dean's face. <laughs> he was blown away. Well, uh, let's dive into Cavern uh, and see what it sounds like. Enjoy. <laughs> some almost uh, Goonies 2 vibes. Not quite as, um, I'm going to say, eerie as Goonies 2. Goonies 2, just a lot of the music in that game freaked me the heck out. Mm, um, I'm not listening to that. It's pretty, it's, it's not that freaky. It just freaked me out for some reason. There's, <laughs> there's a very specific, I don't know. I have a very delicate constitution. <laughs> that I do. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I like this one. I like that there was a little bit of a subtle drums in there. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just, you know, background music. Um, again, it's not, not exactly a, a memorable melody, but it is a, uh, it sounds very atmospheric, which is a cool thing to get out of an NES game. Cause a lot of times with NES games, you don't hear something that's going for truly atmospheric. You hear a tune that plays in the background that kind of matches right. the action. Uh, and this is just very atmospheric kind of stuff, so I, I I dig it. I think it lends itself to that idea that like um, you're playing this game and you're essentially staring at a still static image. You know what you said about having a tune play matching the action. Most games are side scrollers or whatever, and there's constant movement. And this, the only thing that's really moving is your cursor to you know look to open to interact with or whatever. So I think. Um, I think it was wise of them really to lean more towards the atmospheric because if you're, I think if you're playing something action packed, it doesn't make any sense to what you're visually seeing. Mm-hmm. So, 
absolutely the atmospheric thing uh, to me it kills you're absolutely right the um the the fact that it creates a a depth like to what dean was saying to a previous track there's like a delay there so you get this kind of uh i talk about this a lot the reverb to give it depth to give you a kind of uh, uh, spatial awareness to some extent. You know, maybe what you're looking at is flat because it's only 8 bits or whatever, but uh, you hear the music and it might uh, stretch your imagination a little bit more to kind of say, like, oh, those 8 bits or whatever, I I can feel that I'm in a cavern. I can feel I'm in this underwater, or I'm in this cavern with, like, a frozen lake and a crystal ball and stuff. If I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what this uh, piece is for. I, uh, I thought it really gave this um, melody uh, the the feel that they were going for was um, I'm I might be using the term wrong, but uh, sweet, we the, use uh, terms wrong all the time. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I, I was gonna say the notes they were playing when they they sort of finished that little lick that they were doing, it almost sounded like it ended like in like a minor note, just like slightly off or like a sharp. <laughs> just to give it that because you know when you listen to music in your head you can kind of imagine the way something's going to to conclude uh, a lot of the time because of how you hear music all the time and when it doesn't it kind of feels a little weird Um, and this does that like constantly like every time it's like and then it just throws in a weird uh, note like right at the end. It's like that. Ah, that feels weird. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> this anymore. <laughs> um, and I I feel like that lended itself to the overall tone of mm-hmm. what this level would probably be. Yeah, I I agree. Like I I like the idea that a lot of this music is, uh, for lack of a better term, like normal. And then there's these moments where it's off putting. Yeah, and I, I guess you know. Judging by what this game is supposed to be, you know, you're, you're in this big, scary place. Um, and it, uh, for, I mean, for God's sakes, the name of the game is called Shadowgate. That's already, like, very scary and eerie, you know. <laughs> just the, the music goes along with it very well so far. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. And and the fact that you can die at any moment, like, literally any moment, I think the music serves well to that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, don't, ha- you don't have your torch lit. Right, isn't there a whole thing with like the torches or yes, there's a we, finite number of torches and correct. Yeah, so so there is some level of like you it doesn't tell you you have a finite amount of time to play the game, but it kind of tells you that. Yeah, if you if you put two and two together, you know. And there's a there's a track for that and we'll get to that, but uh if we everyone's, sure will. if everyone's good, we can move on. Let's move on. To Dragon! Uh, this is probably not the Trogdor theme. Uh, unfortunately not. Damn it. But I suspect it will be somewhat more energetic than what we just listened to. So, without further ado, here is Dragon. Enjoy.
that certainly is the kind of music I'd want to fight a dragon to. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was actually kind of short. Um, yeah, it just loops in the game, obviously. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming this is some sort of like boss battle? Um, or like big moment? It's a big moment, yeah. Okay. So you're in this um, hallway, and in the hallway is a bunch of items that you definitely need. But every time you grab one item, mm-hmm. um, these there's a, a black hole at the ends of the hallway, and uh, there's a pair of eyes in that hole. And every time you grab one item, it shoots a, a column of fire at you. So like you'll have to grab the shield first to continue blocking the fire, but you but the shield can only take but so much. Okay. So you have to really like pick and choose what you're getting and in like gotcha. a particular order. Okay. Yeah, so like I was saying before, it takes every chance it can to kill you. This yeah, game is definitely I, for your death. I I mean it it sounds uh, for lack of a better term, uh, dreadful. Um <laughs> like and not in a bad way, but like it was filling me with dread like uh, There's some level of anxiety in the music. Yeah, that's yeah, what I get. Yeah, Definitely. That, 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 that's exactly what it is. And um, I also like I I I don't know if the other tracks did this as much, but uh, there was a a bit of that bass uh, on top of the uh, the main melody that was going on that I, I I kept hearing, and maybe that was adding to the dread because uh, it was just the super like low end synth sound that was going on behind it, and uh, yeah, that that made me feel a little unsettled whenever like I picked up on that. It plays on your primal fear of yeah. low end noises. Yeah. <laughs> I completely and totally agree with that. That's um <laughs> there is definitely a, a level of uneasiness to it, which is um kind of what the best boss music does. You know, we've we've talked a lot about our love of boss music on the show. And Absolutely. um I'd have to I, I'm now that I'm I'm kinda reflecting back on it, I'm I kinda wanna listen to it again to see if there's some sort of strange time signature thing going on there because i think the i think the drums are like four four right a simple like whatever but then the music the the melody almost doesn't sit in that same yeah i i mean um because the snare's like hitting pretty fast on it um but the the actual melody seems to almost be playing slower so the drums are kind of dragging it along and it, it does feel um Sort of, I like yeah, I, off. I just yeah. listened to it while you guys were talking, and yeah, the the drums can you know they stick with a very straightforward four four, like a very mm-hmm. consistent four four. But the actual melody is just all over the map. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. seem to match up with it at all. Uh, which is it definitely plays into what what gives it its um uh just that fr- frantic nature that just kind of puts you off your balance uh, mm-hmm. while playing the game. So that's. That's really cool. I dig that one. Yeah, and again, for the sequence uh, that it plays through, I think it's certainly necessary because, like I said, you're supposed to do this particular um, string of events in a very particular order. And so if you get frazzled by the music, you're clearly going to screw that up and get killed. Well, there you go. Well, uh, let us move on to the next track, which is called Mirror Room. And can you tell us anything about this before we dive in? Uh, apart that, apart from the fact that it's in a room with several mirrors, uh, not really. No, um, there's a room. I believe it's two to three mirrors. Three mirrors? I can't remember off the top of my head. And um, it's one of these things where you just 
see these mirrors and like behind one of the mirrors I think is a, a ladder that goes down another mirror has a secret behind you know it this is the that type of game it's like more than meets the eye whatever's in front of you isn't necessarily the end all be all well uh I suggest that we listen to it and as we do Matt you should uh reflect on your memories I will do that <laughs> here is mirror room enjoy <laughs> said that this was sort of like a puzzle room i can very very much imagine sitting staring at my screen being intensely infuriated by looking at this and thinking all right what the heck am i supposed to do with these mirrors right so so yeah i was uh accurate in what i said there is uh three mirrors in front of you they're like you know uh full length mirrors i suppose is the term and then there's a shaft that goes down there's two torches and a broom and that's it like you don't really that's the thing about this game is you don't really get a whole ton of, uh, what's the word? Direction? Yeah. You don't get any kind of real direction or. You know, I thought you said erection and I was like, what the hell does that have to do with What kind game? of game is this? No wonder Matt loves it. That's uh, certainly an exciting game. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, God. What's wrong with us? Good night, folks. Yep. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You know, it's uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, not only am I a purveyor of uh, all the podcasts that we do, I'm also a listener. And I, I listening to Ninja Gaiden and now listening to this, it's two very, like, stark contrasts mm-hmm. to, like, what's going on. And, um, like, all of this music is very off-putting. The same with this, like, it hits that that like sharp or flat note and uh again it's just like oh i don't like this doesn't feel right and again trying to make a decision while that's happening in your mind just uh like like trying to put two pieces together like why is the broom in this room where does that you know dark mine shaft go and i should probably pick up these torches yeah i know yeah and i i i guess that's that's their their point to all this is that like it's it's meant to like i guess sort of throw you off a little bit because you know you're the the name of this game is to try and uh solve these puzzles and everything and make it through uh all all these obstacles and you know if your brain is sort of focusing on something else which mine would be i don't know if any if everyone's into music as much as we are but um yeah this would this would really throw me off so if that's what they were trying to accomplish like mission accomplished yeah. yeah absolutely yeah uh, com- yeah, again, couldn't couldn't agree more. This is this just struck me as okay. This this is the music of eight bit frustration. <laughs> this, yeah, this is that just might... a soundtrack of me looking at a puzzle that I need to try and figure out. Oh, I don't even as an adult. I don't know how long I've stared at like 
some of these screens, like trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. You know, it's like 8-bit frustration is really the way to go. Like I stare at this stuff and I'm like, um, do I use this key? Is that what we're calling our band, 8-Bit Frustration? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm just saying. Our first uh, album will be called Shadowgate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Memories of Shadowgate. No one no one take that. We're trademarking it tomorrow. I'm trademark. <laughs> I'm right there. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing right, it right now. Great. I'm, I'm glad you went over to the, uh, to the trademark Cop- office. The copyright yeah, office. Yeah, the copyright so, office. And, uh, trade, trademark.com. That's but, what uh, I am. But, yeah, like it... Uh, this is this is I'm kind of happy I said sat in on this because this is a really really interesting um, soundtrack so far. Nice. I'm I'm glad I could provide that for you guys. I think it's funny how you guys are, you know, you know nothing of the game and you're talking about how like these tracks are making you feel. And the more you say that, the more I'm starting to think that that's why I love this game and this soundtrack so much is because um, it's not like any other game per se. The music, it, like in some, you know. In some of the classic games like Metroid and Mario and Castlevania, you get a lot of great tracks. Legend of Zelda 2, a lot of great tracks, you know, really stick out. But um, some of them are just kind of background music. For a game like this, as I said earlier, where you're you're left stuck puzzled in a room, you're listening to this stuff, and it's providing more elements for you, whether it's to trip you up mentally, whether it's to make you feel an emotion in the pit of your stomach, but you can't quite put your finger on it, whether it's a cavern that feels bigger than it actually is, it, it's to me this soundtrack is so important to this game because again there's no action, there's no real action. There's some really beautiful eight bit graphics which I'm absolutely in love with a lot of the artwork in this game as well as the um manual on the box. But the soundtrack is so great and like I said, the more you guys talk about, it, the more I'm starting to believe that that's why I'm so into this. It's pretty wild. I mean, it's it's definitely uh it it, it is definitely impressing me thus far. Uh, much awesome. like Dean said. I'm very happy. So then let us continue to uh, impress the pants off of me because I don't want to be wearing pants by the end of the night. If you, if, if Dean has his way. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want you to be wearing pants right now at all. So, I mean, let's let's do this. Let's get let's this do party this. started. All right. Next <laughs> up is a track called Danger. Yep. Uh, I assume this is uh, one of the safe rooms. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is the, the safe space. <laughs> the safe space. Gotcha. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. All right, well, I'm expecting something pretty wild, so let's let's do it. This is Danger from Shadowgate. Enjoy. part is they went so high pitched with the um the the synth on that um it was oh it's like nails on a chalkboard a little bit yeah it's definitely a it is a grating tune no no question there and now if i'm not mistaken uh this track danger plays when um your torch is running low so like everywhere you go in this game you have to have a torch lit uh presumably and uh, when your torch, you know, uh, goes out, you die. 
So when that music plays, that means your torch is really low. So it doesn't matter what room you're in or what's happening. If that music starts playing, guess what? <laughs> and uh, if you can imagine running out of torches and being on your like last possible torch and that starts to play, the level of anxiety goes way up. Yeah, and that's y- that's the darkest timeline, man. I don't <laughs> even want to think about it. <laughs> and it's part and parcel to that high pitch synth. I mean, I mean, there there is definitely like a baseline, but it's very simple. It's you know, mm-hmm. just da 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 da. Little less blues brothery, but uh, that's my best <laughs> rendition I could do right now. But yeah, it just it kind of keeps repeating over and over again. And with that um, grating high pitch synth, uh, yeah, it just it is as Chris said, very unsettling. Yeah, that that's what exactly the words you used. Grating high pitched synth that's doing that with that little echo that they added to it as well. Just a uh, very. Yes. Yes, it mm-hmm. uh, puts you off uh, off kilter, which I suppose is the point. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's any opportunity they can take to get you off your game, uh, pun intended. Every opportunity to kill you. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's plenty of opportunities to die in the courtyard, which is <laughs> where we're heading next. The track that I have here is called Courtyard, and uh, I have I have high expectations that it will sound regal. Because courtyards just make me think regal. So let's see how wrong I am and listen to Courtyard. (laughs) Enjoy. maybe you might have thought it would have been. I, I got no regalia. <laughs> Re, regal, regalia? Regaliciousness? Rowad. I got no Fred out of that. <laughs> what is happening right now? Um, so, But I mean, like I said, it was it was good. Yeah, I, actually, I dug it. Yeah, that was probably the least weird track that I think I've heard so far out of this. Um, And... The only thing that like kind of weirded me out was the fact that the those chords kept dropping lower and lower, and every time I'm like, yeah, it'll restart. It didn't. It just kept getting lower, and it kind of started weirding me out even even more at that point. Um, but yeah, no, I, I again, most of these tunes are very simple, but they're they're effective in what they're trying to do. I, mm-hmm. I, I, it's just it's not in a bad way, but it's more of the same. Like they're they're all different. Like you know, this doesn't have that real 
militaristic theme that a bunch of the other ones did. Uh, this this is more towards that mysterious end of things. Um, and I like I I am appreciating a lot of this stuff. I I didn't know what to expect out of this, and uh, this is this is all very interesting. They're all they're all very different. And it is it is all very atmospheric. Like yes. they're definitely sticking with that theme of just having some very atmospheric music going on, and uh, I'm really digging it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, now that you mention it, uh, I think Matt said something along these lines earlier. You know, when you think of games like, uh, I mean, for instance, Street Fighter Two. You know, you think of Street Fighter Two, you think of like one, a couple tracks, like a couple big tracks that stick out in your mind. But when I like. When I look back on this game, I'm gonna think of like a vibe, not a track, but like a vibe. That's exactly. A really, yeah, that's a really good observation, actually. <clears throat> yeah, there aren't very many what I would consider recognizable melodies going on here. It's just a lot of uh, cool background noise, which is, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, having uh, of the three of us having the most experience with the game, a lot of this does like a lot of the melodies do uh, are are remembered by me. Um, but of course you guys know, no experience, but I know what you mean when you're saying like, not a lot of stuff is necessarily sticking out. Whereas like when Dean made the example with, um, Street Fighter two, the first thing that popped into my head was the main theme song and then like maybe Guile's theme or something. But Mm -hmm. he's right though. A vibe is what I get from this as well. Just the overall vibe of Shadowgate, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, let us let us move past the courtway and into the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything uh, to to jump out at us before we enter the hallway? I mean, probably everything that's trying to kill you. But uh, no, um, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. On, yeah, honestly, no. See, the the thing is, a lot of them, a lot of the um, the music is, I don't want to say recycled, but it's used for several rooms in a row. So there kind of comes a point where you just stop hearing one track and then you start hearing the next one for a couple of rooms. And then there's even a chance it'll go back to one of the first tracks you heard in the game. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really it for now. All right. And let's do it. Let's hit the hallway. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> Is like this towards the end of the game or something? Cause... That that seemed like a platformer level. Like that yeah. was very traditional NES music. It was great. I really liked that one. Yeah, that was um, that was a cool song. It just it's not very you know predictable of what we've seen so far. This is very, the very first like upbeat song that we've had so far. It, it, Chris is right. Like I had a very adventure tone to it. Like 
it almost feels like this would have been like an Indiana Jones uh, level or something. Uh, yeah, it's it's it is not atmospheric. Uh, no, no, not at all. But yeah, it's it's it, everything that we were just saying about this game. This completely it's all jumps out the window. The, yeah, it just completely <laughs> defies that, uh, which is kind of cool, I guess. Uh, yeah, this was th- I, I really dug this track like uh, quite a bit. This was really cool. Yeah, it's um as you guys already mentioned, it's a very different uh type of music. You know, it is upbeat and stuff like that. Um, I still can't quite uh, remember. I'm I'm kind of flipping through like a playthrough to see where it shows up, and I still can't quite find it. So I'm not really 100 percent sure. It's in a hallway. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! See, that's my mistake. I was looking in a room. God. Um. Yeah. No, it's not. This honestly probably comes from a portion of the game that I still don't have like a deep um like uh, experience with. It's not right at the beginning of the game where I always get stuck, and it wasn't at the very, very ending of the game where I cheated as a kid. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I liked this song. What did you think of it, Matt? Oh, no, I think it's a great song. I mean, again, I, I think all the music from this game is great. It does change up the vibe, which may not uh, gel with my memory of the game, but, I mean, whatever. It's still a good song. It's a great composition. Um, again, upbeat, so... Maybe it is towards the end of the game or of, of some sort where it's like, oh, we're finally, you know, we might actually be uh, exiting, you know, Castle Shadowgate. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Like, it, it looked like this sort of theme where, you know, lights at the end of the tunnel sort of deal. Yeah. Uh, word. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Or whatever you say, psychos. Sign me up. <laughs> Get me out of here. Hey, so let's go to the library. Uh, <laughs> Guess what happens in this room? Do we read books? <laughs> no, Chris dies. Yeah. I'll stop coughing one of these days. Yeah. But yeah, lot library. Let's go to the library. Read some books. I love books. I love books. All right, this is Library from Shadowgate. Enjoy. Yeah, that was um hmm. <laughs> that was something, wasn't it? It sure was something. You know what? It actually kind of reminds me not nearly as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't a, a huge fan of that track, but it does certainly remind me a little bit of the music when you're talking to the shopkeeper in the library in Symphony of the Night. Mm. This uh this kind of made me feel like a I'm on like a demented merry-go-round. Yes, there you go. That weird, is that weird is perfect. Carnival. Yes, yeah. this is a demented merry-go-round song. Yeah, this this was. I, but besides that one track, like oh, that that just felt weird. Like everything about that felt weird. Uh, <laughs> it certainly doesn't scream library to me. No, no, it <laughs> no. does not. No, not at all. I'm not not sure what went wrong here, guys. Uh, well. Bubsy went wrong. <laughs> no, never. 
because what could possibly go wrong? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I mean, Kickstarter they're... could not get funded. That could no, go wrong. yeah, I mean, I mean, the, this is super simple. There's not too much to say about it. You know, the it repeats a bunch of times, and then you know, just over and over. Yeah, it's, again it's a real short loop. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, they did their best to make it as weird as possible in those <laughs> like nine seconds it loops for. <laughs> Nailed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. D, when I first played the music, Dean goes, and we're back. Yeah. So we're, we're right back into the thick of it with the uh, atmospheric weirdness. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's a big old bag of nope from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's, mean, it's not did, the best piece, but. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, straight up hate it, no. but uh, let's move on. <laughs> Sounds good. So we talked a little bit about uh, how torches are pretty integral to this game's uh, experience. And uh, the. We're going to listen to a song called Torches Dying, um, which uh, is probably more weird off-putting music, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's jump in. Torches yeah. Dying. Torches dying. Um, yeah. I was. Uh, hear, I was definitely wrong. Y- yeah, you don't hear a lot of bending notes in NES games. No, and probably for good reason because that like made my butt clench. <laughs> I literally was going to ask you how tight is your sphincter right now. That, that, that was really weird. That was. Uh, it was definitely unnerving. Uh, it definitely seems to fit um, what it's going for. Like that's 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 this game's, you know, for lack of a better word, danger music because yeah. you know. I mean, there was a track called Danger, but this was, this yeah. definitely sounds like, oh, uh, you better hurry up and find a torch or you're going to die. Oh, yeah. And which again, is what I'm assuming this is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I meant before the Danger music I got uh, mixed up. This is the, what I explained before about the Danger music where your torch goes out, you die. That's this music. So is the minute you hear this music, that's when you know, like, oh, I got to, I got to figure something out, especially if you're running low on torches too. Mm. What was uh, I I mean, to me, what was the interesting thing here was the the bending because I didn't know an NES could do that. So hearing that, as weird as it was, was uh, really cool. Um, I hate to say that because it like <laughs> you're so off put by. Yeah, it. I, I was really off put by it, but the the <clears throat> fact that it happened and someone like used that, I I guess is cool. Um, just don't do it again. Like it's one of those things. Like, yeah, great, cool. I'm glad you could do that. Just never do it again. Use it for good instead of evil. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sitting next to Dean and watching his face as those notes bent up and down, he was just like, "What?" It was probably uh, highlight of my day. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I disliked this one quite as much as you guys did. Um, oh no, I love this track. Okay. I like. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna go so. F- I'm not going that far, you know? Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to go ahead and jump that deep into the, the, well, the deep end, but I will say that I did enjoy this and I found it, I find it pretty interesting. Um, 
that's about as much as I have to say about it. I find it very interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't hate the track. I, It's just very weird. And I, I think I appreciate more what they were trying to do, which is just, let's do more weird stuff. Um, and uh, again, they were, were kind of pulling out all the stops because you said it right in the beginning. Wow note bending that when when do you ever hear that and i could i can probably never i could not name one game that did that back then yeah so uh yeah it, it's it's interesting and i i think that's very cool that they they took a chance on doing something like that yeah it's it definitely hits up the uh the the strangeness factor um but it's oh yeah it's pretty spiffy i dig it spiffy spiffy okay uh so <laughs> This next track is called Dead. Yep. Uh, wow. I'm assuming this is the game over music. Yes, it is. Uh, so uh, this is probably going to be nice and uplifting. So <laughs> yeah. yep. strap yourselves in for 57 seconds of joy. Here is <laughs> Dead from Shadowgate. That's actually pretty good. It's my second, if not first, favorite piece of music in the whole game. Not as exactly upbeat as a Mega Man game, but uh... no, it's not <laughs> like the Mario, the Mega Man Three, where it's just like uh, the the Brental Floss song, yeah, making happily making fun of fun of you. I, you know, honestly, one of my <laughs> favorite tracks in that game is that song. I love that song. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is pretty fitting. This is uh, this is good. Um, the... I, I I feel like it accomplishes what it sets out to do pretty well. The um. That that piano that's going on, or synth, I, I can't say piano. It's like a harpsichord. Yeah, harpsichord. Um, actually, that would sound really cool, like on an actual harpsichord. Sure. Um, is is really kind. Of, it it's not like um, it's it's somber. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's very somber. Yeah. Um, by uh, it 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 has the best one of the best images in the game too. Uh, when you die, there's like a grim reaper, and he's kind of like, oh, that hey. is pretty cool. Yeah, I just brought it up so Dean and I can take a look at it. So you get this really, you know, pretty piece of graphic and, you know, he recites some kind of message to you or something that you're dead and then you just start over again from wherever the hell you last saved. Uh, yeah, that, I don't really know what else to say about it. It is it is uh, some pretty solid game over music. So yeah. good, good times. Great <laughs> we're dead. It's great. Yep. We're all we're all dead here. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this next track is uh, going to be the last one we listen to before we send you off for the uh, for the evening, um, and it is uh, an unreleased, uh, not unused song. Uh, oh. This is for a a place in the game that dev- never showed up called the Goblin Room. Uh, it was program. I believe the Goblin Room exists in other versions of this game. It, the music was programmed into the cart, uh, which 
the assumption is that this is for the uh, unused goblin room. So, like, there is no official name for it. But um, right. it's a relatively short track, but it sure is interesting. So let's give it a listen. This is presumably Goblin Room from Shadowgate for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy. <laughs> stuff <laughs> this song is literally like something i would use for an alarm to wake up to I, and and now you can <laughs> yep yeah i really wanted it to go somewhere and it's yeah. just repeated and that actually kind of bummed me out because... oh it went somewhere it went up <laughs> <laughs> and then it went up again it went up over and over again yeah yeah um i mean i i guess i could see why they didn't use it because i i don't kind of boring to be honest yeah but uh yeah it's 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 an it's a neat little easter egg to uh to see i i, I think that's always interesting getting you know to see stuff that wasn't used in the game mm-hmm. just leftover things and uh, especially for a game like this to see what was left on the the cutting room floor is kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah it's uh i think it's neat uh that's the word i'd use is yeah it's a neat little track it doesn't really do much i mean of all the material we've heard this is probably like my least favorite piece all things considered yeah i could back that <laughs> yeah I'll buy, that yeah. Really, I'll buy the, uh, that for a dollar yeah i'll buy that for a dollar the uh the dead theme wasn't uh shaking your bacon what do you mean i love the the dead theme is like my second if not first okay. theme okay favorite all right. track all right. where the hell were you and yeah dead oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was in the goblin room his torch dead his torch went out i didn't his notice torch went out. Uh, He's just been dead this whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Wait a second. What does that mean about us? You're already dead. Oh, man. This podcast have, took a turn. I have mm-hmm. things to do. Mm-hmm. We can't be dead. Got Fist of the North starred. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> any any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I think everyone should uh, try this game for a half hour at least and just understand the frustration that comes with playing this game. Like, really try and play it without any walkthroughs. And then, just out of sheer stubbornness, do the walkthroughs. It's a fun game. It's, I think it's a beautiful game. I think it's, um, it, I, I don't, I don't know the history, per se, or I might be taking a giant leap, but I think this was a precursor to games like uh, Willie Beamish and Leisure Suit Larry and, and um, the games of the like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that was, that's awesome, because I love this game, and I loved Willie Beamish and Leisure Suit Larry. Um so, yeah, I'm just a big fan of this game. So it was, it was great to kind of uh, share the soundtrack with two people who have never uh, had real experience with it. So, Well, I yeah, appreciate it. It was uh, fun. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I will definitely give this game a shot someday before I am dead. <laughs> and you'll hear the dead music. And I will. I will at Reaper's that. coming for you. Yeah, yeah. He's going to smile at you and move you on. Oh, Dean, you were going to say stuff. <laughs> oh, um, yes, yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah, so I, what, what Matt was saying, yeah, I think this is a um, the successor to text-based adventures that were on the computer uh, mm-hmm. back then, you know, just given some graphics and uh, a little bit more direction. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a very cool, I don't, uh, I think experiment is, 
a little strong of a word because I obviously they knew what they were doing. But uh, there aren't a lot of games like this. And there on, hasn't really been either. On the NES. Yeah, no, there, there's definitely games out there um, that did this, but not really on the NES at all. Yeah. So I feel like this was a, a very adventurous uh, move for, uh, what, so, what company so, was this again? Uh, yeah, Publishers okay. Mindscape and Chemco, oh, developers Icom Solutions? Yeah, Simulations. Icom Solutions, uh, Simulations, uh, developed it, uh, Chemco put it, on, put it out on NES. I believe Chemco also published the uh, sequel for N sixty four too. That's that's it's it's a really cool game. Uh, just even looking at it, uh, it's it's worth a shot, especially looking at you know the the history of uh, I'd say almost like adventure games, uh, RPGs, that sort of stuff. Um, it's it's definitely worth a look and uh, your time. So yeah, that's wow, all I got to yeah. say. Yeah, Icom Simulations. Um, that's pretty interesting. They did. Uh, a lot of this kind of stuff. They did uh, the Sherlock Holmes games uh, on PC. Um, oh, that's cool. She's Death Valley Rally. They worked with a. They public pu- published Sunsoft's. Uh, they developed the Sunsoft published Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally on. Super I love that game. Um, and then uh, they wound up moving on to. Uh, uh, I think they were purchased by Viacom. Oh wow! Um, they did okay. stuff like uh, Nickelodeon's Guts, uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Spunky's Dangerous Day, uh, the Be- Beavis and Butthead games. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, the one wow. on the uh, like the Sega and Super Nintendo. Um, let's see. No, actually, later than that, the oh, wow. PlayStation and then PC. They did Virtual Stupidity and then a couple of PC only ones. Uh, the last game that they have list accredited to them uh, was in 1997 for Mac and PC, which was. Beavis and Butthead in Screen Wreckers. Never even heard of it. Yeah, that. that's that's a game to leave off on. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, let us uh, let let's wrap it up. That's our show. Thank you, uh, Dean, for joining us, uh, being our special surprise guest this evening. It was fun having you. It was fun being here. That uh, I I always enjoy listening to music and talking about it. So uh, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Uh, you're very welcome. Well, join us next time as we get funky. That's right, we're celebrating the triumphant release of Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove by trekking through the original Toe Jam and Earl for the Sega Genesis. Uh, it's going to be a good time because that music is fantastic. As always, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today, and you can do so on the Waveback Forum page over on Facebook if Facebook ever starts working again. Just search for Wavebook on the uh, for Wavebook on the Faceback. <laughs> just, just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com, and also be sure to check out that Kickstarter I mentioned to you earlier. It's in the show notes, uh, and it's pretty rad. We're going to leave you tonight with uh, the game's ending music. It is, um, uh, we, the, the track listing that I have just calls it ending. I've also heard this track uh, referred to as Hero of Stormhaven. Um, Matt, what can you tell us about this, this tune? Um, I mean, it's pretty much the ending of the game. Like, there's not much going on uh, as far as that's concerned. You've, uh, I believe you've beaten the game. And... Uh, they uh, they're like, hey man, good job. You it's, get um, it's in three four. It's gets this gets a bit of a waltz tune, which is kind of cool. <laughs> oh, you wanted that kind of information. Sorry. 
I think I, I just wanted to, I mean, this is one that I, since I knew that we were listening to it post show, you know, uh, it's not something that we, you know, the last track we always try yeah. to talk about it beforehand instead of listening to it and then talking about it. So I did listen to this one uh, and I do have it kind of pumping through my ears right now. I, I, it's a really interesting tune. It is very, um, it's very in theme with this game, but it is a, it is a lot more, um, I would say melody heavy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely very different from a lot. It's not as different as say like the hallway theme. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fill you with weird the way a lot of this other stuff does, but it is very it just definitely still has that very um mysterious feel to it. Um, yeah. Slightly unsettling. Like is this isn't this doesn't scream happy ending. Um or what was that room what was the one that we listened to that was um surprisingly uh upbeat was was that hallway? hallway? Yeah, this isn't quite there. This is I guess more in tune with something like entrance way that was uh you know definitely more upbeat but not upbeat in a you know, happy, smiling, upbeat, more of a just like, uh, all right, well, you've completed your adventure uh, with just this slight melancholy, somber tone to it overall. Um, yeah, but it's, in, it's a cool. Incidentally, tune. the uh, the final screen, you actually see yourself. This is the first time you step out of that quote unquote first person view, so you get that third person view, so you see your back. And mm-hmm. then, interestingly enough, the guards that are uh, stationed with the king look like they're on stilts. Hmm. So well, maybe the king's just very tall. And they no, don't... he's like squatting on a toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's yeah, he looks way too big for that throne. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that in mind, uh, we're gonna <laughs> leave you with a uh, ending slash a uh, hero of Stormhaven, which is a very cool song. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll be back next time with some Toe Jam and Earl. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, have a great night. 